And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is another Saturday night right here in Alabama. Yeah, sir. And that means you're listening to Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am my Lassiter. None? Nothing? Nope. I'm going to need you to start being a little bit more proactive in this. You, you, you worry about yourself. Like, for one, put the damn phone down. I do what I want. Put the damn phone down. Says the man looking at his phone. I got news pulled up on my shit. Barely. You have no signal out here. I still got it pulled up. Uh, big want. Big want. FN 509. Like we always do at the start of every show, we're going to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women and serving overseas and on the home front. And f- I can't fucking word tonight, apparently. <laughs> Boy, you almost fucked that smooth up. And I've not even had anything to drink. That's the problem. You was coming in a little hot on that one. Just a little bit. We want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. For a brief second, I didn't know if you were going to say the men and women serving overseas or if you were going to break into the fast part from Rap God. (laughs) Seven, how many, seven, 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 seven. Like, fucking Eminem. Like, just because you shave your head doesn't make you fucking slim shady. Kind of does. No, it doesn't. Makes me slim Jim shady. I, I sure. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <sighs> Before we even get into anything, ad break. Two beards talking is proudly sponsored by Toolman Tactical. Owned and operated in Alabama, Toolman Tactical offers quality polymer AR-15 and Glock magazines at affordable prices. With anti-tilt followers, the AR-15 magazines hold a true 32 rounds, while the Glock magazines hold 35 9mm rounds. Visit ToolmanTactical.com today and use code TBT30 to get 30% off your order. With $3 flat rate shipping, the more you buy, the more you save. New to podcasting and need episode ideas? Already have a show and looking for more engagement from guests? Check out Poddex. Poddex are decks of cards designed for new and current podcasters. Interview questions, episode ideas, would you rather, and so much more. Visit poddex.com today and use code BEARDS10 to get 10% off your order of any physical deck of cards. Offer not eligible for digital content. Order your Poddex today. And we're back. That's true. I've seen it. This Coke tastes a little funny. A little, little roofy-ish. Did you roofie my Coke? Yes, I, I, I'm a magician, and I found a way to get a roofie inside of an unopened can of Coke. And I put the carbonation back. I'm a bad motherfucker, dude. It's possible. No, it's really not. <laughs> dude, that's like Chris Angel levels of rape. i don't i don't don't know oh man so before before we get into uh the the topics for discussion this evening i want to point out our contest is still going on for another week we've got these three lovely knives that i worked hard to make for y'all yeah he beat the shit out of them i did and it's almost his forehead yeah yeah um you know, I didn't realize that steel bounces when it hits steel. Uh, yeah. Um, found that out, and I almost 
ate a hammer that day. Yeah. Um, but no injuries. No one got hurt. And these are some pretty badass knives. I'm not going to lie. I went, like I said, I went through a lot of trouble and uh, everything to get these made for y'all. I feel like this one could be a thrower. Maybe it could. I feel like I could throw it. We're not We're not going to yeet any of these knives, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not for another week. Nobody wins them. We can do what we want with them. Well, right now, there's there's two... I'll say this. There's two people in the running right now for the two smaller knives. We don't have anybody for the big giveaway. So, if you're the only person that meets all of the requirements... You know, you probably gonna get an off. Yeah, I mean, you'll win by default. <laughs> so you know, there's that. So, yeah, I mean, literally, like, there's only been two entries so far, and only one of them has done enough to get both of the not or to get the second tier, the one you got your hand on right there, yeah, that sure. rebar knife. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> like I said, you you could end up winning by default, and you got another week to do it. Yep. We're we're going entry stop at midnight on August the 5th. Which is not that long. Nope. Still got another week to do it. So, and I would love to give this knife away. I don't I don't want to have to go spend money to I mean, I already spent money doing all this stuff. I don't want to have to go spend more money just to get a plaque to hang on the wall behind us. Yeah. I want to give it away to somebody. But, you know, on the bright side, it is a pretty cool knife. Wouldn't wouldn't look bad back there. Yeah, and I mean it's it's engraved. It's got our uh, show logo on one side, and it's got mine and Matt's signature on the other side. Sure does. I'm staring at the signatures now. So yeah, you could have a true one of a kind piece. Although the D on your name looks remarkably similar to the Disney D. Uh, let me see that shit. It looks looks a little Disney ish. <coughs> It kind of does a little bit. But it's got that little Disney flavor. Got that got that backwards six going on. Yeah, sure. I dig so, it. Yeah. Should I get to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a true piece of history right there. That was a one hundred percent legit used railroad spike that that knife is made out of. Yeah. So, don't know what railroad it came from. Um, ah, but hey, it could be yours. Just go to our Facebook page, and you'll find the steps on everything to do there. Yeah, because we're not going to break it down Barney style for you. Like you're going to have to read. And in this day and age, I assume you know at least a good bit of our listeners can read. One would assume, but that's enough of that. Excuse me. A couple weeks ago, we talked about uh, House Resolution 1808. Huh? The Assault going... Weapons Ban of 2021. We're going into that one? We're going into that one That's first. not the one I wanted to start with. No, right, no, 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 We're going to get to that one. It'll work. We're going to get to that one. It's not where it That's going to be the piece de resistance. La piece de resistance. Viva la resistance. Fucking guard dogs. <laughs> No, uh, the the assault weapons ban of 2021. You know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It was up on the table for discussion, and they discussed it on the 20th. 
Dude, did you see all the fucking videos of Thomas Massey just ruining the Democrats? Yes. Like, it was so great. Like, okay, so here was my biggest takeaway from it, and nothing has changed over the years. The Democrats still don't know jack shit about what they're talking about. No, they don't. Um, Mr. Siciline uh, from Rhode Island, the one who wrote up this whole fucking thing to begin with was very, 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 very prominent in pointing out that a brace for an AR pistol, AK pistol, what what have you, a brace for an AR pistol, we'll just say, like the SIG brace, for example. Somehow or another, he's got it in his head that that acts as a bump stock. Yeah. Like, had a fucking board beside his head and kept pointing to it saying, this acts as a bump stock. No, the fuck it doesn't. Like, okay, I'm, for those of you that don't know, I'm going to break down the mechanics of what a bump stock actually is. So, a bump stock is a... It, it combines the stock and the pistol grip into one piece. So the stock and the pistol grip are one piece combined together. There is a block that goes in place on the rifle or pistol where the pistol grip would normally go. Then you install the bump stock. It has a larger diameter hole than what the buffer tube is. Yep. A considerably larger diameter hole than what the buffer tube is. The reason for this is because it allows the stock to slide. And then on the pistol grip portion, there's actually a block on the outside of the trigger. So if you're on if you're a right-handed shooter, it's on the left side of the trigger guard attached to the pistol grip. You literally stick your finger through the trigger guard and rest your finger on this block. And then you pull the rifle forward to engage. And then you're using that forward pulling momentum to simulate Automatic fire. But you're also pulling the trigger every single time. Yeah, it's still one round per pull of the trigger. It just enables you to do it very quickly. So, as I said, it simulates fully automatic fire. Yeah, and uh, sorry, there's no pistol brace out there that can do that. Yeah, no. Um, as a matter of fact, it's been my experience with pistol braces. Um, they are a pain in the dick to get on a fucking buffer tube. For one, most pistol braces will not work on a mil-spec buffer tube. Uh, and, well... I say most. Some will. The, the SBs will... Because of the way they're constructed. There are two models of the SBs, that, or three models of the SBs. that will yeah. Not all of the SB tactical braces will function on a mil-spec buffer tube. Now, the, a lot of them, which a lot of people don't realize, a lot of them are not positional. Yes. 
they are literally fixed. You put them in one spot and they have to stay there because you screw it down into the hole. Yes. And you can't move it forward or backward. Yes. So that that's not going to allow you to do any kind of bump fire. Ooh, wait till they find out about the belt loop. Oh, my God. We're going to have to outlaw pants. Because <laughs> guess what? You can bump fire with your fucking belt loop. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, that's how people were doing it before bump stocks became a thing. Yeah. So we're going to ban pants next. Yeah. Pants pants are gone. No pants. You, you wearing them fucking assault pants? Yeah. With the double stitch belt loops? Yep. No more pants. As a matter of we're 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 taking shit back to the fucking sixteen hundreds and fucking sixteen hundreds Scotland. We're all wearing fucking kilts. I mean, you get better airflow. You do. You do. Uh, there will be no more sitting with your legs open like this. Um, those of you that bitch about how hot it gets in the summertime and wishing they'd bring back the fucking ball vent in the cars, you don't got to worry about that with a kilt. Yeah, you're going to get plenty of airflow. Yeah. But, yeah, so just wait till they find out about belt loops. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Um, I have seen people bump fire actual pistols yeah. with that method. Yeah, it can, it can be done. So... Like you're you're literally you're you're doing nothing but you're ruining the fun for all of us did, first did, and foremost. Did you see him just ruin them on the mini fourteen? No, I did not see that. <laughs> okay, so the mini fourteen receiver is the is Schrodinger's receiver. It is both banned and unbanned at the same time. <clears throat> because as you know, the mini fourteen receiver looks identical. Whether it's in the Mini 14 that has the woodstock mm-hmm. or the Mini 14 that has the pistol grip. Right. The, uh, the receiver is fucking identical. Yes. But if it has the pistol grip and the telescoping scope or the telescoping uh, stock, it's banned. But I think you just combined two words there. I, I, you combined telescopic and telescoping. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> but if it's in the wood furniture with no pistol grip, it's not banned. But it's the same receiver that shoots the same round. Well, that takes the same magazines. It's so it's the same argument that I would always give people with the Ruger ten twenty two. Because you've seen the Ruger ten twenty two, you you had a Ruger ten twenty two at one point. Still have a Ruger ten twenty two. Okay, so it's my son's. Yeah, so the Ruger ten twenty two in most configurations comes with a wood stock it's faux wood now but yeah yeah comes with a wood stock or wood appearing stock yeah but it does have a drop-in kit with a pistol grip yeah and a telescoping stock or telescopic stock you can drop that into an archangel body and you could turn it into uh you, you can make it look like an m4 yeah you can make it look like a an ak an ak uh an acr yeah you make it look like an ACR. You can make it look like a SCAR, I think. Okay. They, I yeah. think they have a SCAR body. They also have a Ruger Precision stock you can drop this into and turn it into a Ruger Precision rifle. Yeah. Like. Um, just changing the appearance. Doesn't affect lethality. Yeah. It's still the exact same gun. So. Woodstock good. Woodstock look like hunt. Gun. Look like kill animal, not human. Yeah. Woodstock, good. Black gun, tactical, bad. 
Even though it's the exact same fucking gun. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's the, it, it, not only is it the exact same gun, <laughs> like, it's interchangeable. It can go back and forth really quickly. Yeah. It's like, on the Archangel body, it's like two pins, you can pull it out. Yeah. On the wood frame, you literally have to take off the, what they call it, the, oh, fuck, what is it called? The barrel band? Yeah, barrel ring, barrel it, band, whatever It goes whatever around, they call it. it's whatever, it's the band that hooks, that keeps it s- secured to the fucking stock. Yeah. It's not that difficult. No, it's not. And just because it looks one way does not make it, like, for one, <laughs> the way a gun looks has nothing to do with the way the gun performs. Oh, well, he, he, he continued on his tirade of just ruining Democrats because he, he, he pulled up a picture, and he had this big-ass picture of a guy with an M1 Garand. Right. Which is not banned. The M1 Garand is not banned in the HR 1808. Okay. And they're talking about getting weapons of war. And they're like, he's like, what about this weapon of war? The one that General Patton said was the best weapon designed for warfare. What about that one? That one's still legal. And then he pulls up another picture, and it's it's China. It's like uh, they're in, like, their dress uniforms. Right. And, you know, they're, they're marching in their dress uniforms, holding the Chinese SKS. Right. Also not banned. He was like, "What about what about this weapon of war? Like, why aren't we banning this one? This is a legit weapon of war. Like, this country used this to fight wars. We're not banning that one. What what about the nineteen oh three Springfield? And then he like pulled up. What the, about the Remington seven hundred? He pulled up the different cartridges. He's like, you're wanting to ban this one. He's like, these other ones shoot this one, but this one's the one you're worried about." Showing the difference between a thirty caliber round and, and a two twenty three. Yeah. <clears throat> because he was like, it's basically a twenty two. And he's not wrong. No, it's no, he's not. It's I mean, literally point two two three. Yeah. And don't let that five point five six fool you. It's the exact same round. It's the same round. Same freaking round. The only difference is is the pressures. Yeah. It's so the I mean, it basically, so the five five six is the millimeter. The two two three is the caliber. So yeah. it's a twenty two caliber round. It's a five five six millimeter round. Yeah, it's the same shit. Just like a three oh eight. It's a thirty caliber round. Yep. And is the same as a seven six two seven six two by fifty four. Or is it seven six two by? So the th- so if I recall correctly, the three oh eight is if it's rimmed. So for like a bolt action, then it's identical to the seven six two by fifty four R. Yeah, but if it's your standard semi automatic, like for the AK or whatever, um, then it's a seven six two by thirty nine. Yeah, there we go. If I if I recall correctly, I knew it was a seven six two. I just couldn't remember which way that went. But yeah, essentially a three oh eight is a seven a seven six two is a thirty caliber round. It's identical to the three oh eight, and that is a true battle rifle. Yeah, 
what an AR an AR fifteen is not even a true battle rifle. And the M1 Garand, if I'm not mistaken, that was a thirty out six. Yeah, thirty out six. It's it's a thirty caliber round. Yeah, and that thing has got so much more ass than a two twenty three. Yeah, I fucking hate shooting thirty out sixes. Um, ooh, <laughs> I just remembered. You know, I was, I was talking before the show. I know there was something else that we were going to talk about, and I couldn't remember what the fuck it was. It was the dumbass bitch that tweeted that a fucking five five six will leave a fucking foot wide exit hole. <laughs> uh, maybe if I shoot you with the entire magazine in the same spot, maybe. But at a, at a certain point, it's just going to go all the way through you. Let me, like, I, I, I swear to God, I am not making this up. Let me find this. Here it is. Representative Lucy McBath. I already don't like this. With assault rifles. Okay, so she said assault rifles, and she didn't necessarily specifically say ARs, but with assault rifles, exit wounds can be a foot wide. If the assault rifle in question is a Barrett, <laughs> even a fifty cal isn't going to leave a fucking exit wound that big. And I hit you center mass, and you are at least two feet wide, then maybe, <laughs> maybe you can get a 12 inch diameter exit wound. No, still <laughs> not. Not even with a 50 cal. No. Maybe if it was a fucking 20 millimeter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Burt guns might might get you. That's a twenty millimeter. Uh, there's bigger ones too. Oh yeah, there are. But I mean, <laughs> typical. That's a twenty millimeter or a twenty five millimeter off of one of my fucking LAVs. Yeah, like anything that goes Burt, probably gonna do it. Um, so, but I'm I'm gonna finish this tweet that she that she that she wrote out. So with assault rifles, rifles, wily wabbit. <laughs> shaves his head and he fucking becomes Elmer Fudd. Bite me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. With assault rifles, exit wounds can be a foot wide. The victim's skull explodes on impact. What the f- what? Okay, I want to know where she's getting her ammo because I want that shit. Organs rupture, bones shatter, the shards serve as shrapnel and tear tissue to pieces. Again, with a fucking 50 cal. There is a reason we never see the images after a mass murder. Many of the bodies no longer exist. (laughs) What? I swear to God, this is not a fake tweet. I would like I saw this on Facebook. So it's not Tatiana McGrath. No, this is <laughs> okay. this this isn't one of those where they just took her fucking Twitter handle on a fucking white background and just wrote something. No, I verified this. I went to her Twitter page, and sure a fucking enough, it's on there. Okay, so first off, no. And let so me, let me tell you why no. Because physics, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, here's the thing. Uh, here, here is what I recall from physics. Um, and, 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 you know, it's not even physics. I mean, it's basic science. I learned this in fucking fourth grade science class. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. That, that's true. Uh, the, the Newton's first law? I believe so, yeah. yeah. 
Um, in order to have a weapon big enough to have that much, that much force behind it that it leaves that big of an exit wound. I'm, I'm looking around the table right now looking for a comparison for 12 inches. Uh, Matt, put your pants back on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, that's about eight. Uh, maybe that box. My maybe, shoe. Maybe if we close it. Well, I would say my shoe, but it's a fourteen, so that doesn't work. But it would be closer. Wow! Like you're going all in on this. I would say that's pretty close to 12 inches. I'm 10, 11, but yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, that's that's about as close to 12 inches as we're going to get. It's good enough for government work. Sure. Um, so I have this box here. Uh, it is a cyber power surge protector with eight foot power cord. And this box is roughly 12 inches top to bottom, give or take an inch. Um, Probably about six wide. Yeah, yeah, I'd say roughly. Uh, So in order to have a firearm that has enough power and enough ass behind it and around, not even a firearm, around with enough fucking ass behind it to leave a fucking exit hole that big, we're talking like, yeah, it, it, it would. The projectile would have to be the size of your fucking coke can. Yeah, or or at the very least, it would have to be a fifty cal that's incendiary. Like it would have to explode on impact. Like, who in the fuck? Like, I swear to God, I've I've never heard of Representative McBath before this incident. Okay, so if that were true. And you shot me in the back. You would not have a chest. It would literally blow my entire sternum out of my body. Yeah. No. A shotgun won't even do that. No. And shotguns shoot like some of the biggest projectiles. Yeah. Like three ounce slugs. Mm -hmm. Those are fucking massive. Yeah. That is a lot of lead. Coming your way. Yeah. And even a shotgun won't do it. And like I was saying, if you, in order to have a firearm that shot a projectile with that much fucking power behind it, you wouldn't be able to fucking control it. It would knock you flat on your fucking ass. It would have to be crew served and on a... On a tripod. On a tripod. At the, at the very least. Probably mounted to a vehicle. And I'm talking like a substantial vehicle, like a tank. Yeah, like it like couldn't not, be on a Humvee. You're not putting that on a Hummer. You're not putting that on a Jeep. That's got to be on a tank. And it, that's going to be like get vehicles off the road type shit. Yeah. It's not. That, this, that kind of weapon would not be used on a human. I mean. Eh, well, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, hell, we. Any port in a techni- fucking storm. So techni- technically, by Geneva Convention, uh, or whatever the fuck it is, that we're not even supposed to be using the 50 cal on soft targets. Well, you know, any port in a storm. <laughs> Why'd you shoot that guy with that 50 cal? I wasn't aiming at him. I was aiming at his helmet. Yeah, logical. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the workaround for it. <laughs> yeah, no, um, there is no 
firearm on this planet that a single individual could use that would cause that much fucking destruction and then be able to fucking control it to use for a mass fucking shooting. However, if there is, tag me in it and let me know how much it costs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking to buy new guns. Are there weapons out there and uh, rounds that are capable of complete and utter fucking devastation on a human body? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 50 cal. Uh, what is that other one? What's the other upper that's... The three thirty eight Lapua? No, it's, a, it's another one that goes with the fifty cal. It's interchangeable. It's like four sixteen or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one will do it. Three thirty eight Lapua will do it. Um, and, and even three thirty eight Lapua is not as bad. Um, I mean, really and truly, a five five six. I, the five five six round, according to some individuals, I don't know how true this is. I got to do a little bit more research on it, but the five five six round was designed for warfare. Eh, yeah, not so much designed for warfare in the way that you would think. It enabled a soldier to carry way more rounds than the state. Like back in the day in World War Two, you were not carrying. Multiple, multiple, multiple magazines of thirty caliber rounds. Oh no, they were too fucking heavy. This design, this it was designed, and if I'm not mistaken, to give the standard loadout much more capabilities. Yeah. Um, now I do know about the five five six round. I do know this about the five five six round. Um, it tumbles. You know, it, most rounds will hit a soft target like flesh, and it'll mushroom. Nope. Five, five, six. It'll mushroom a little bit, but for the most part, it tumble. Yeah. It bounce around and ricochet. So, yeah, it will do a shit ton of fucking damage. And it gets worse if it goes through, like, a car door first. Yeah. Like, if it has to penetrate any kind of, like, metal or brick before it gets to you, it's going to be a little bit worse. Yeah, but as far as... Like hell, in the state of I got I got to look up the laws, but I think in the state of Alabama, I don't even think you can hunt deer with a five five six. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah, I can hunt with my AR. I just I have to have a ten round mag. I, I uh, can't. well, no five round mag. No, it's it's ten in Alabama. You can have a ten round mag uh, unless you're on private land. If you're on private property, you can hunt with a thirty. Well, yeah, um, but uh, you can hunt with it in Alabama. Most but, and places, so, in some it. places, you are not allowed to hunt deer with a five five six because it is not a humane enough kill. That well, that's what they say, but no, it'll it'll get the I job mean, done. I mean, if you know where to hit the fucking animal, it's, it's shot placement, and it's the same thing with any rifle, though. Yeah, it's shot placement. I have seen deer get hit with a three hundred eight and run off. Now, <coughs> so she says with assault rifles now. I think we can all safely assume, because this is what the whole fucking thing revolves around when they say assault rifles, they're talking about ARs. Yes. They, they so, about the 5.56 five, round. Uh, well, you know, I wanted to say ARs, but they lumped AKs into that, so for all you commie gun lovers, which I, I like the AK too, but um, they're, they're talking about AKs too. Yeah, they are, but... Uh, you know, for the most part, you know, this whole thing has been revolving around the AR platform. So five, five, six, but even a seven, six, two, 
It's still not going to leave a foot wide fucking exit wound. No. And honestly, if you gave me the option, if you're like, I'm going to shoot you, and you pulled out an AK and an AR, I'm like, AR, please. <laughs> now, this next part. The victim's skull explodes on impact. Well, first and foremost, uh, it depends. Did I hit you in the head? Yeah, but it's. I don't think it's. I still don't think it explodes. I mean, it doesn't. But you know, for one, did I hit you in the head? If I shoot you in the foot and your skull explodes, I think there's going to be uh, a pre-existing condition there. Yeah, like a bomb in your brain. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no skull does not explode. Might fracture. Okay. My question is who among us is shooting for the head? I mean, I was taught to aim center mass. Like, Hey, um, why, why are you aiming at one of the smaller targets? Yeah. I was taught to aim center mass. Um, about the only time I would ever try to go for a headshot is if it was a fucking execution kill. Awkward. He says as, uh. (laughs) The black SUVs pull up. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last Tuesday, you were here. Yeah. <laughs> Organs rupture. Uh, yeah. I mean, you just put a fucking hole in it. That's that's what... That, I mean, that's the literal definition. <laughs> like, I mean, if, if I shoot you in the lung, it, your lung's not going to be happy about it. No. I, I unless you're one of those weirdo motherfuckers that like getting shot, I, just like yeah, do it again. Hit the other long this time. Bones shatter. Yeah, that one's true. <laughs> yeah, but still, it, it depends on the size of the round. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, we all remember the uh, second place recipient of the Kenosha Quick Draw contest. Well, see, now that's what I would like to point out. If AR-15s are so bad that they blow a hole in you 12 inches wide, well, why didn't we see that in Kenosha? Yeah. I he mean, put uh, how many rounds in the Rosa bomb? Three? Let's see. So the first guy, um, he, 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 put, he ventilated his forehead. And I don't think his head exploded. No, no, it definitely didn't. And um, actually, he was still making noise for quite some time Yeah, after he got um, ventilated. Then homeboy that thought it was a good idea to bring a skateboard to a gunfight. Yeah, he took uh, one in the chest. Uh, I don't remember there being a 12-inch hole in his back. Yeah, no, no, no. And then um, Kenosha quick draw second place. Um, you know, his arm was still attached to his body. His bicep wasn't. <laughs> the rest of his arm was. So, I mean... I kind of just shot her theory all to shit right there. Just a little bit. Like one scenario just shot her theory to shit. And um, and, and we got the receipts to prove it. Like you can look up those pictures online of everything that happened in Kenosha that night and see that what she's describing is not the round they're trying to ban. Organs rupture. We covered that. Yes. If I mean. Well, maybe not organs, but your bicep will fucking leave. Well, I mean, if I shoot you in the fucking kidney, I've, I've literally just punctured your kidney. It has ruptured. That's, that is the definition of rupture. And I'm not so much sure that, it's, that it blew his bicep off or if he got shot in the arm and his bicep said, nope, packed its bags and fucking left. <laughs> the shards serve as shrapnel and tear tissue to pieces. Yeah, that part's true. But that's true of any fucking bullet. And still depends on the round. 
like FMJ goes right through you. I shoot you with a 124 grain nine millimeter. It's going through. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna stop and ask and see how you're doing. It's not gonna go visit other parts of your body. It's gonna go straight through you and hit the thing behind you, and possibly through that. There's a reason we never see the images after a mass murder. Many of the bodies no longer exist. No, a lot of the times we never see the fucking images because they're too fucking gruesome for public television. Well, yes, A, and B, um, if somebody in my family was killed in a mass shooting event and you were plastering their dead body all over the news channels, I'm going to sue the ever-loving fuck out of you. Uh, Yeah. So maybe that's why we don't see it because um, this thing we have uh, called tact. Yeah, uh, respect. You know, um, we respect the dead and we shouldn't be plastering their faces all over the fucking news. On the flip side of that coin, though, when a guy breaks into a fucking mall with an AR and a guy fucking downs his ass with 8 out of 10 shots from 40 yards away, we need to plaster his fucking dead body all over the goddamn place. It was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw several pictures, and I am, I mean, you know, I'll be working on the Elijah Dickens drill. Yeah, uh, that's, that. you know, from 40 yards, what was it, a 9 millimeter he had? It was a Glock, it was either a Glock 19 or a Glock 26. It was a compact pistol, and I'm pretty sure it was a 9mm from 40 yards away. Oh, actually, you know what? I need to look. It could have been a 43X. I need to Either look way, up. from 40 yards away with a compact pistol, 9mm, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying 8 out of 10 shots at 40 yards in an active shooter situation, that's some judicious fucking marksmanship right there. Yeah, and I don't think he even sniffed a fucking pedestrian. Like there was not an I don't think he even got close to an innocent bystander on that one. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if this has got what kind of gun it is. Oh, come on. Tell me what gun it was. I, it, I know it was a Glock. I'm pretty sure of that because most people have Glocks. All right. Fuck off, Reddit. Oh, you're pissing me off. Oh, my God. Why are you being such an ass? Really? I mean, we've we've outused the Jeopardy theme, so. Dude, that's actually on Netflix right now. Is it really? The original Police Academy. Oh, that's dope. I'm going to watch that. I wish they would put up Citizens on Patrol, because that's the one with Bobcat Goldblade in it. Oh, Bobcat. Like, that's my favorite one. He was in he was in a couple of them actually. Yeah, but he wasn't in the first one. He was in the second one. God, you motherfuckers just will not tell me what gun he was using. You yeah, cuz he was in Citizens on Patrol is one of the is one of the, it's the citizens. Second, it's the second one. Yeah. Uh, he was in the I think he was in the second, third and fourth movie. But there was another or it may be, maybe it is Citizens on Patrol that I'm thinking of. I'm not sure. How come you will tell me that the shooter was using an AR-15, but you won't tell me what the fuck Dickin was using? It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. He dicked him. It doesn't matter. Dude, he straight up fucked that dude up. 
yeah, like I said, it's it's, it's irrelevant. Um, so yeah, Representative Lucy McBath, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, and Elijah Dickens, you're a hero. Yes, because um, you smoked that dude in 15 seconds with eight rounds. And uh, Representative uh, Ciceline from Rhode Island, you're also a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're fucking stupid. And Nadler is fucking stupid. Thomas Massey's a boss. <laughs> God, he was fucking them up all now, week. As I said, they 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 did their hearing on this back on the twentieth, and it did <laughs> pass the House. It's on its way to the Senate now. It narrowly passed the House. Two seventeen to two thirteen. Yes, there were two Republicans that flipped. Which I mean. When I saw the two, I was like, yeah, it's, that's fucking par for Yeah, course. it was uh, Chris Jacobs from New York, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Like Brian from, Fitzgerald? Yeah, something like that from Philadelphia. Or Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, now, this article, I've got this pulled up from Fox News. 18 House Democrats considered to be vulnerable in this year's midterm elections voted in favor of the bill, while two representatives from the party who are facing tough reelection battles... Henry Quaylar of Texas and Jared Golden of Maine broke from their party to vote against the bill. Yeah. The list of vulnerable House Democrats who voted in favor of the bill includes Representative Sharice Davids of Kansas, Representative Alyssa Slotkin of Michigan, Representative Dan Kildee of Michigan, uh, Angie Craig of Minnesota, Annie Cooster of New Hampshire, or Custer, I don't know what her fucking name is. I don't know. Uh, Chris Pappas of New Hampshire, Dina Titus of Nevada, Susie Lee of Nevada, Steve Horsford of Nevada, Marcy Kepter of Ohio, Matt Cartwright of Pennsylvania, Elaine Luria of Virginia, Abigail Spanberger of Virginia, Kim Schreier of Washington, Cindy Axney of Iowa, Susan Wilde of Pennsylvania, Tom Malinowski of New Jersey, and Tom O'Halloran of Arizona. Those were the Democrats that voted in favor of the bill. Wait. Those, well, you the mean, Democrats that were voted in favor who are on the hot seat for re-election. Their, their district. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. I was like, wait a minute. No, that, you're missing about 200 names there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the hot seat for election coming up. Um, so if you're out there listening. Vote them out. Vote them out because this bill is 100% unconstitutional. Yes, common use. And that will come back to bite them in the ass in later rounds. According to the bill's summary, the assault weapons ban of 2022, they've changed it now. It used to be 2021. Well, it's because current year. The assault weapons ban of 2022 would make it illegal to knowingly import, sell, manufacture, transfer, or possess a semi-automatic assault weapon. I'm still, why are we just making up terms now? They're just putting words together. It's word soup. Semi-automatic assault weapon, or SAW. Well, that's not how that works. Or large capacity ammunition feeding device. What, define large. What is large? To them, it's anything over 10 rounds. Yeah, just, just call it anything above 10 rounds. 
The issue of gun control became a front and center issue in discussions surrounding the midterms following a number of tragic mass shootings in recent months, including at a Buffalo, New, Buffalo, New York supermarket and at an Uvalde, Texas elementary school. Okay, the only lesson I'm taking from these is stay strapped or get clapped. Yeah, um, and it's better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6. It depends on the 12. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> if you're in a Democrat stronghold, you're, you're fucked. The shooting events led to revamped calls from a number of activists and Democrat members of Congress to ban assault weapons. I'm glad that Fox News put assault weapons in quotation marks. And enact stricter gun control measures, such as expanded background checks and red flag laws. Oh, you mean the background checks we already have? Yeah, yeah. Those those, those background checks and uh, the red flag laws that we have already been proven. Um, yeah. One, don't work. Two, are unconstitutional. And three, are abused at every single fucking turn. Except for the fact that they had red flag laws in place in Buffalo at the time of the shooting. And the FBI knew about the guy before the shooting and was nothing was done about it. Yeah. You mean those red flag yeah, laws? Yeah, those red flag laws. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Glad we got that settled. President Biden has called on the Senate to pass the measure, insisting that a majority of Americans favor the common sense action. Okay. Uh, for one, no, they fucking don't. Um, I, will gi- I will give you a plurality. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, two would be a plurality. Two yeah, Americans. I, yeah, I'll give you a plurality of Americans, uh, but not a not majority. Not the majority. No. I mean, um, there's even people on the left that are against this. Yeah. Um, Fucking commies. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> this is the one spot where me and the communist agree. <laughs> we should have guns. Like, it's not going to happen ever again. Um, you know, here's the thing. Uh, President Biden, um, you didn't ask me about this. Yeah, I didn't get that. Im- did, you, did, you, did you get that email? No, I didn't get an email. Did he call you? N- no, um, but I did change my number, so he might not have been able to get a hold of Did he of send you a letter? I know he's got your address. Did he send you a letter? No, oddly enough. So you weren't asked about this. No, I wasn't. I wasn't asked about this. I guarantee you See, nobody in our households were asked either. Here's, here's the thing about this. Um, you know, this goes back to, you know, well... Polls show, well, these polls, well, we polled a number of Americans. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, Y'all run these polls, and they're biased polls, and I've already proven that they're biased polls because if you go back and listen to the elections, the presidential elections, most recent ones, um, I have an audio recording on one of our episodes where CNN... Uh, a, a correspondent for CNN on Chris Cuomo's show admitted Chris Cuomo makes the comment. I don't think I've ever seen a poll where Trump was in the lead over Biden. And this correspondent says certainly not a poll that we would have shown on the air or on our website. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a little biased. Wake the fuck up, people. If you believe these polls, if you listen to these people say, we polled X number of Americans, 
or we polled the American populace and the majority of Americans. No, here's the thing. They poll like a hundred people. Uh, no, that, that would be, no, it's usually at least a thousand in order for it to okay, be. Okay, fine. A thousand people. We'll say a thousand people. How many fucking people are in this country? Well, see, it's not how many people they're polling. It's how they're polling them. It's, it's a number of factors, but let's even just say that it was a completely unbiased and we're polling a thousand people. Completely unbiased, no left, no right. We're going to ask just a thousand random people. And we're not going to do it in the same location. We're going to ask like 10 people from this state, 10 people from this state, or 100 people from this state, and 100 people from this, whatever the case may be. So that way we make sure we get areas that are primarily red and primarily blue. But it's still the way they're asking the question. Because they will start, this is how Paul works. They will start with a very obvious yes or no. Uh, Like... Do you support gun control? You would say yes or no. So if you do, you're like, no. If you don't, you're like, no, I don't, I don't support gun control. And they're like, okay, but do you support um, background checks? Like people should have to go through background checks to get guns? Well, yeah, obviously. The majority of respondents said that they supported gun control. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. The majority of the American people agree with this common sense action. Wow. Okay, I don't know if they're quoting Biden on this verbatim or if someone who was writing this had a fucking stroke. (laughs) True to the pressure. (laughs) Body calf care. I'm going to read this as it's written. The majority of the American people agree with this common sense action. The should Senate move quickly to get this bill to my desk, and I will not stop fighting until it does. Okay, copy editor. (laughs) (laughs) You dropped the ball there, buddy. (laughs) Look at this shit. The should Senate move quickly. Okay, yeah, copy editor dropped the ball. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the Senate should move quickly, but it's the should Senate move quickly. <laughs> I think, or maybe it could should be, should the Senate move quickly? That's also a possibility. No, no, no just from the context of the sentence, and I'm going to read it, I think, the way it should be. The Senate should move quickly to get this bill to my desk, and I will not stop fighting until it does. Possibly, I don't, look, it could be, like, either the copy editor dropped the ball, or Biden's brain broke again, that one's probably more likely, (laughs) Uh, but if it's the copy editor, get your shit together, man, they pay you, like, thousands of dollars a month to read shit and fix it, like, do your job. There can be no greater responsibility than to do all we can to ensure the safety of our families, our children, our homes, our communities, and our nation. I agree with that. That's why I own guns. That's why I own guns, yes. Yeah, that, that's how I secure. Because here's the thing. Where you live, yeah, you're not far from the local police station here in town. Provided they're there. Provided they're there. Yeah. Um. At any given time during the day, I'm guessing there might be 
three officers and a dispatch on duty? And this, fuck no. I'm guessing. No, we got like three cops total. Okay. So, now here's the thing. I do know at this time. Holler at one of them. I do know at this time of night, there is no dispatch. You have to call the county sheriff's office. Yeah, and I have to depend on the sheriff's office, which is. And then they will dispatch. No, well, I mean, they might send county out, but they have to get in touch with the one officer who is on duty in this town at night. Who may or may not be in this town. He may be one town over getting dinner because guess what? We don't have restaurants here. Or he may be two towns over assisting on another call. You want an even better, an even better one? Where I used to live, pal. They currently have no active police force. Yes. They have zero cops. Yes. Sylvania and County pick that up. Yes. And sometimes Rainsville. And sometimes Rainsville, but they have currently no active police force. So if something were to happen, someone were to try to break into your house and you call 911 to report it, the response time... If you are lucky, is it five minutes? Now, best case, uh, I'm, I'm going to say longer than that. Now, best case scenario, best case scenario, the Sylvania cop is at the police station. That's best case scenario. The call goes out to county, county, county radios to Sylvania, and he's here in five minutes. In five minutes. That's, That's best, if he's at the police that station. That is best case scenario. Odds are, though, he's not at the police station. And no, because it's going to be minimum 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Pizza Hut could get to your house faster if they delivered out here. Actually, Rainsville Pizza Hut's fixing to start delivering. Oh, nice. And you will be in their area. Sweet. So, yeah. Um, Maybe in a bigger city. Hell, I wouldn't even rely on cops in a fucking bigger city. Okay, a case in point. Um, when the when the summer of love was happening, all the George Floyd riots, right? Someone in a bigger city called the cops because rioters had moved into his neighborhood. Yep, and he's like, "I need the cops here. Um, there are rioters here." And the dispatch, you know what the dispatch said verbatim? Sir, the city is under attack. What would you have us do? Plain and simple. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have guns. Because I'm not waiting on the police to show up. I'll give them that uh, call afterwards. Yeah. Like, I dealt with this problem. Can you remove it for me? Yeah. Um you know, here's here's the thing about me. You break into my house. Um, for one, I'm going to exercise judicious marksmanship. And for two, I'm going to make sure you fall in my house. Because that's what they tell everybody around here. Make sure they fall in your house. Right, no or shot. otherwise drag them into the house before you call us. Yeah, no, no shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> um. And for three, if you're lucky enough to survive, I'll be nice enough to call an ambulance for you. I might even start administering first aid before they get there. Well, see, I have decisions to make. (laughs) I have to go, do I want to grab the pistol or the pistol? 
And you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then I get to decide, do I want to blind them with the fucking flashlight first <laughs> or just ruin their day? I mean, here's the thing. Um, you break into my house, you're not going to get a warning. <laughs> Your warning was the locked door. Well, here, the, the thing about it is, is like, I live in a, a house that has multiple adults in it. Yeah. So people coming in at weird hours of the night, it's it's possible. So if I hear something, I kind of have to like, you know, PID that. <laughs> I got to know, hey, let me put, let me shine a light over there and make sure it's not <laughs> my mom or my uncle or my grandmother. Today, House Democrats acted by unifying to pass an assault weapons ban to keep weapons of war off our streets save lives in this country, and reduce crime in our communities. Um, No, you're actually increasing crime because criminals don't follow laws. Um, Let's see here. I'm I'm just going to look something up real quick. Just off the top of Chicago this weekend, how many murders have there been already? I have no idea. That's not even what I'm looking up. Did it do? Uh... Let's see. Uh, okay. So the definition of criminal is a person that committed a crime. Uh, the definition of crime is an action or a mission that constitutes an offense that may be prosecuted by the state and is punishable by law. Hmm. So a criminal is somebody who has broken the law. So, um, pass your laws all you want. They're not going to follow them. If anything, you're increasing crime because I know several people, present company excluded, I know several people who have gone on the record saying, if they outlaw this, then I'm just going to be an outlaw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's bumper stickers that say that yeah (laughs) i see them all the time so granted 90 percent of the people that have them are full of shit yeah but still the sentiment's there um so all you're doing is increasing the crime rate because for one as we just pointed out criminals don't follow the law and they're going to continue to break the law all you're doing is making it harder for law-abiding citizens to defend themselves yeah Here's the thing about it, and we pointed this out when we talked about this a couple weeks ago. This is not about reducing crime. This is not about protecting the community. This is about removing your ability to defend yourself when the inevitable event occurs that the government becomes tyrannical. What's going to happen? Not if, when. May not happen in our lifetime. May not happen in the next generation's lifetime. But it's going to happen. It always does. I mean, eventually. The effort to enact such measures culminated in Friday's vote in the House, despite polls showing a growing number of Americans opposed to banning assault weapons, in addition to just a small portion of voters with gun control as a high priority as they decide for whom to cast their vote. 
Yeah, if if you look at the polls, like the number one and number two things that people are worried about is the economy and gas prices. Yeah. So, but now hold on. But 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 Uncle Joe, old Grandpa Joe here, insisting that a majority of Americans favor the common sense action. The majority of the American people agree with this common sense action. Uh, he's a liar. But according to a Suffolk University poll of registered voters released this week, just 3.4% of voters said gun control was the most important issue for them going into the midterms. A separate poll released in June showed support for an assault weapons... Um, I'm sure that's supposed to say assault weapons ban- God damn, this editor's a fucking idiot. A separate poll released in June showed support for an assault weapons ban among registered voters was at an all-time low. Gee, I wonder why that could be. But Grandpa Joe says the majority of Americans are in favor of this. Nope. But we've got two separate polls here from two separate individuals, or from two separate entities, rather, at two separate times. Showing that that's not the case. Could it maybe be that Grandpa Joe's a fucking liar? Like we haven't been pointing that out? I would, I would assume that Grandpa Joe is a liar. You know, um, let's see, uh, what was it he said? Top of his law class. Yes, top of his law class. Um, used to be a trucker. Oh, really? Yeah. And he also went to the, uh, what was he in? Uh, West Point? Yeah. Was it West yeah, Point? Yeah, yeah. Top of his class at West Point, too. Yeah. He? Um, no, he, he he was actually, like, in, in the bottom 10 of his law class. Yeah. Um, never was a trucker. Never went to West Point. Could it possibly be? No, 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 that can't be it. No, Grandpa Joe would never lie to us. No, a politician law? No. 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 No, that would never happen. No. Like, that's just, I can't even fathom a reality where a politician would lie to me. No, never. Especially to get what they want. Huh. No, that would never happen. No, surely not. They're, they're... We voted these people in, and they're there to represent us. They work for us, the American people. Yeah. You want to know how Senate really works? Have you, have, you, have you heard about how they're actually passing bills nowadays? Oh, enlighten us. So people think that the Senate and like every, every senator that is elected just goes there and is there that's not how it works um 90 percent of the time there's three republicans and three democrats in the fucking senate chambers one of them will go oh we got this bill uh we got to vote on it and they'll have six people vote on a bill that's it six people and that bill may or may not have been read by those six people and then that's, guess what? That's a law now. So, like, 
just, let's just, for instance, let's just say that the Alabama senator isn't there. Well, then he couldn't vote in favor or against for his constituents because he wasn't there. You know, this is this this is a prime example of how the government works. And I'm going to use the VA as my example, and you can give me this whole argument. Oh, but the VA is not affiliated with yes, that yes, it fucking is. It's say, you can say it's not all you want, but it is. It's a government agency. My dad was applying for uh, an adjustment to his benefits, was going in for a for a hearing appeal, whatever it is, and. He was given a denial letter. He was he was claiming something that was in his documented medical records from the military. And he was given a denial stating that they couldn't find anything corroborating his claim within his medical records. So he and I went to go have a meeting with a VA rep at the hospital in Birmingham. You want to know what happened? What? When it came time for them to review his records at the time of the hearing, they didn't have his medical records. Oh. They didn't get his medical records in time for the hearing. Oh. So they just issued a denial. Oh. So I'm sitting in the office and I hear this VA rep explain this. And I said, so, so, so let me, let me get this straight. They did not get his medical records from Mobile in time from the here in time for the hearing. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. So in other words, what you're saying is they issued a falsified letter because that's exactly what that is. They issued a denial on the grounds that they could not find anything in his medical records to corroborate his claim when they never even actually looked at his medical records. That is a falsified letter. Uh, oh, yeah. well, uh, well, no, you see, no, there's no level of explanation that you're going to be able to give to fix this. There's no way you're going to be able to backtrack and weasel your way out of this fucking shit. You said verbatim they did not send his medical records in time to be reviewed for this hearing. We have a denial letter from the board stating the reason for denial was they could not find anything in his records to corroborate his claim. Well, technically, that's true. They couldn't well, find yeah, it. They, they couldn't c- find it because they didn't have the fucking records. Exactly. But I asked him, I said, why could they not instead say, we are going to reschedule your hearing for a later date because we did not have your medical records in time to review? Why didn't they do that instead of issuing a denial letter with this reason? Because then they would have had to like do their job. That is how the government works. Yeah. Uh, or rather, that's how it doesn't work. Yeah. I'll rephrase. That is the actions that the government takes. Yep. See, they... There's... It's almost not even worth voting anymore. Because it doesn't matter who you vote for. You're still going to get fucked. At the end of the day. You know You know what? We need to, we need to do a thing tomorrow. What thing are we going to do tomorrow? We need to just go around. We need, we need to pick a few locations. Uh-huh. And 
I think Bridge Street in Huntsville would be a good location. Uh-huh. I think we're going to get a good mix of people there. Yeah, maybe. I hope those buskers aren't there. I pissed them off last time. <laughs> I think we'll get a good mix of people, you know, out there at Bridge Street. Um, I think we need to go up to Mentone. Yeah, yeah. Because I know there's a shit ton of liberals in Mentone. Oh, lovely. And I think we need to poll a small poll, but, you know, 100, 200 people. Yes, sir. And just ask the question, not go into any specific detail. Are you in favor of this if this occurs? Or, you know, just plain and simple. Are you in favor of gun control? Yeah. Are you in favor of government-mandated gun control? I mean, it's not a bad idea. Just a simple yes or no. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, the issue there, it, like, it's, for one, it's it's going to get it's such a it's, it's such a blanket statement just to ask, are you for or against gun control? Um, because your average person doesn't even know what gun control entails. Like you say gun control, they're, they're in. Okay. If you say gun control to a liberal, their brain goes instantly to background checks, banning assault weapons, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So then we can do it like this. Yes or no. Do you agree in the way the second amendment is written that it is unlimited? Yeah, you can't. That is a, that is very binary. Um, there's only <laughs> there's only one correct interpretation for that, and it is unlimited. It is. It is, yeah. So to say anything, as a matter of fact, I sent you that thing earlier, that screenshot I sent you where I was fucking with that dude on Facebook. Yeah. And I was just like, read that again, motherfucker. <laughs> because Pete, I, I swear to God, people don't understand how it works. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. We do have a problem in this country. But it's not a gun problem. Definitely a people problem. It is a people problem. It is a mental health problem. We need to be worried less about restricting a free individual's rights and more worried about helping people who need fucking help. Take the time and energy that you're investing into trying to violate the Constitution and flip it and put it into building up the mental health care system in this country. I want to talk to the liberals for a moment. Yeah, oh, he's on a soapbox. Let me back up. No, nah, it's just a, it's just a, just a question. Just, just for the liberals. All right, fuckheads. Can I call you fuckheads? All right, cool. Um, so, you, you guys tend not to like 90% of the shit the government does. You don't like police. You were you're all about defunding the police. You don't like uh, you don't like the what we're teaching in the schools. Well, that's government funded too, isn't it? Mm, yeah, in most cases. Okay, but uh, every time I turn around, all I hear is you want the government to take away our guns, and you want the government to run our health care. The same government that fucked up school. You want them in charge of your safety and your health care. 
How does that make sense? The same government that you don't trust not to kill you using their state law enforcement. You, you wanted to defund the police because you were so adamant that they were going to fucking kill you that you want them to take, a, to take away the guns of people. Do, do you see how that's going to get people killed? But, but oh, you, you don't care because it's not your people getting killed because you guys don't have guns. So it's okay if we die. You just don't want you to die. Huh. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how that goes. That's interesting. Where on the flip side is, I would much rather nobody have to die over that stupid shit. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing. If a government goes tyrannical, and you have to defend yourself against said government, and I see a person being oppressed... You think I'm going to ask who they voted for before I step in? Probably not. Mm, no. I'm probably going to be like, hey, that's fucked up. You should stop doing that. I'm not going to ask you who you voted for before I help you. Although, in this day and age... Might not be a bad idea. Yeah. You know, if I see someone getting their ass beat on the side of the street, hey, who'd you vote for? Oh, you voted for Biden? Well, you got to kind of you kind of deserve it. Sorry. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, pay close attention to this shit that's going on. Mark my fucking words. Like I said, may not happen today, may not happen tomorrow, may not happen in our lifetime, may not happen in the next generation's lifetime. But this government is stepping more and more into the realm of tyranny. It's It's been proven that once you lose a freedom you don't get it back yeah ask canada ask england ask them ask them if their gun rights are getting more or less restricted yeah oh ask australia oh yeah yeah ask australia how that's going cuba yeah well yeah cuba cuba you could ask them Mm -hmm. china 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 China. China. <sighs> Moving on from that. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited about this. I know you're excited about this one. <laughs> you laughed so hard when I told you about this. I, honest to God, did not think it was true. <laughs> you didn't believe me. And you're not going to believe us either, but we brought receipts. Yes. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. God bless Tucker Carlson. Based. You know, Tucker Carlson, been around for a minute, was yep. not always with Fox News. He was no. with MSNBC at one point. Back in the bow tie days. Um, and <laughs> I, still, I still remember when he was with MSNBC and questioning, uh, it, what, it, I can't remember her fucking dumbass name, but talking about the assault weapons ban that they were trying to pass at the time. Was and, it Feinstein? No, it wasn't Feinstein. It was uh, someone that ran in Feinstein's circle, though. Oh, okay. And uh, kept grilling her because in her proposed bill, it would outlaw uh, all of these different... And, and, and included uh, weapons with a barrel shroud. 
and kept asking, what's a barrel shroud and why should we regulate that? Well, I think it's more important to focus on that it would uh, uh, do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, but what's a barrel shroud? Well, you know, the, uh, the, the weapons ban of the 90s. Okay, do you know what a barrel shroud is? No, I actually. Oh, okay, because it's it's in your uh, proposal well i think it's the shoulder thing that goes no it's yeah that was tucker carlson yeah it, it sure was when he was with msnbc he's a better fit at fox news obviously well that's not true msnbc didn't used to be like shilling for the left well yeah that's they true. used to be kind of balanced yeah um but in this day and age, he's definitely a better fit at Fox News. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he is the number one rated yep. news reporter in the country. Yeah, he is crushing CNN by himself. <laughs> yeah, he is getting more reviews than all of CNN. Yeah, it's it's bad. And legacy media is going down. Yes, it is. Um as much as I love what he has said, because uh, it's fucking hilarious, um, gotta say it's a little bit of a little bit of a gaffe. It's a little bit of a okay. What were you thinking? Moment? <laughs> no, it wasn't a gaffe. He did. They did a poll, and the poll showed. It, it, you're you're right, but I mean, at the same time, it's like it's, it wouldn't bat a calf care. He knew exactly what the <laughs> fuck he was saying. So. Like I, like I said, you're not going to believe this. I have not heard this word since fucking high school. But it made me happy. It sure as shit did. It was fucking hilarious. Since you were the one that told uh, told me about it, I'm going to let you introduce it. What? Did, he's talking about monkeypox. Yeah, you, you know how monkeypox is, I think. And... You know, from everything that I've read, uh, the majority of transmission is in the homosexual community, and it's currently, and it's being done through um, anal penetration. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I was trying to figure out a better way to put it than <laughs> what you called it earlier. Um, but I mean, you can, from what I've read on monkeypox, you can actually transmit it. Um, Via touch, you can, yeah, you can. And but, it is also respiratory. Like if if I'm infected and I, you breathe the same air as me, yes, you, you can catch it uh, that way. But uh, you know, as 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 I said, the majority from everything that I have read, the majority of Her, transmission is currently occurring within the homosexual community through anal intercourse. Yeah, it's it's happening in what San Francisco and New York, I think, are the yeah. big spots currently. I, I don't want to say, can you figure out why? But I kind of want to say, can you figure out why? No. You're going to push that button? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We're going to get to that in just a second. Because like I said, we brought the receipts. That's a receipt. But I want them to hear it from us before we get into the receipt. What was it he called monkeypox? Hold on. Let me, let me set it up real quick. Okay. So they had this thing, like, when you would get COVID, right? You had COVID. But... P- certain people were getting COVID and it was lasting for a really long time. So they started calling it long COVID. And apparently they didn't like monkeypox. So they did a, a poll to find out what they should change the name to monkeypox to. And they settled on schlong COVID. Schlong COVID. 
Like I said, that is a word I have not heard since high school. Yeah. yeah. Until you said it to me yesterday. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Yes, I'm 35 years old and I am laughing at that. I don't give a shit. I will always <laughs> giggle at that. <laughs> now, as I said, we brought receipts. This is the clip of Tucker Carlson from his show. From his show saying this. Just listen to this. Monkeypox is about the coolest name ever for a disease. Can't come tonight. I got the monkey. But they are changing the name because racism or something. Well, for once, we don't know who they are. We're not going to allow it. We're going to change the name this time. We're going to do it with the public's help because democracy is real. So we had a vote. There was no ballot harvesting. You can trust our counting. And the new name for monkeypox is now officially, and we're declaring it, Schlong COVID. Yeah, that, that happened live. <laughs> that was on air. Again, like, part of me wants, like, okay, and this is the part of me right now that's laughing my ass off. The other part of me when I first heard this was like, no, there's, there's no way. This has got to be a hoax. This has got to be a joke. But then there was another part of me, a very small part of me, that was like, okay, this is real. What the fuck were you thinking? I mean, why not? Like, okay, if they get to retcon everything else, why can't we? So long, it, it was never monkeypox. It was always schlong COVID. Schlong COVID. We Mandela affected a disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Oh, my God. Yes, that is that is a thing that happened. That I want to know who in the fuck voted to call it that. Dude, if I would have known about the poll... Based on the other options, I may have. I don't know what the other options were. Yeah. Um, I want to see if I can find that poll. <laughs> Fox News poll to rename monkeypox. That's what I'm Googling. I <laughs> can give me some filler or something. Shit. the sound of silence oh shit that's that's simon and garfunkel we're gonna get sued now disturb covered it you know i'm usually while you're looking that up i'm usually not a really big fan of covers yeah that one was a fucking amazing cover, though. I love the way Disturbed did it. I like the way Disturbed did it better than Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yeah. they. Well, the thing about that song is, is like, if you don't know what the song's about, then you probably love the Simon and Garfunkel version of it. Right. But if you know what that song's about it makes the disturbed version hit so much harder yeah. because it's such a depressing dark topic that it uh for me the disturbed version's the best yeah. I, not to take away anything from Simon and Garfunkel but disturbed did it better um and surprisingly enough you know i i i am a huge fan of disturbed um dan donegan is one of my influences for playing guitar actually and I was always I was always obsessed with his uh with it with his uh with with Dave Draymond's uh piercings. Oh yeah, the snake bots? Yes. 
with the fucking with the horns coming down over the chin and everything. Yeah, I actually had snake bites when I was younger. Um, he doesn't have those now. He took those out. That makes sense. He's in his fucking forties or fifties. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised to find out, you know, because Disturbed doesn't really seem like one of those bands that does a whole lot of covers. Yeah. But on, to my knowledge, on every single one of their albums, there is at least one cover song on there. You know, on their, on their debut album, you had uh, Shout, which, it, which is a cover of uh, Tears for Fear song. Yeah. Um, I got to go back and look at the Remember album. I can't remember the one that's on there, but on 10,000... Yeah, on the album 10,000 Fists, uh, Land of Confusion is a cover of the Genesis song back when Phil Collins was with them. Like they've covered uh, Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For by U2. Um, Living After Midnight by Judas Priest. The Sound of Silence. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? So what? Did you find the poll? Yeah, it was on his Twitter. It says, what should we rename Monkeypox? Um, Schlongo would won with 39.3% of the vote. Okay. And then you got uh, Hunter Hobbs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Midterm variant. I got 24%. Okay. And Adam Schiffelis. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have voted for Adam Schiffelis. Pro- oh, my God. <laughs> just being honest. Oh, uh, my God. Got the old Adam Schiffelis here. <laughs> wow. Oh God! I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that Schlong COVID won out of all of those, but I think Adam Schiffelis probably would have been a close second for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh man, that was spicy. <laughs> oh. oh, let's see here. Did it down? Did it down? Let's see here. You mean the Believe album? Why did I? Oh, I called it Remember. Yeah, yeah the Believe album. Yeah, let's, let's see what was on that, shall we? Uh, they had, hey, give me all the songs. Thank you. I know there's more than four fucking songs. Holy shit. But there wasn't. I mean, maybe there was 12. They had Prayer, Liberate, Awaken, Believe, Remember, Intoxication, Rise, Mistress, Breathe, Bound, Devour, and Darkness. I don't think there actually was a cover on yeah, that Yeah, I don't think there was a cover on that album. Because I literally know every word to every song on that album. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there was a cover on that album. But the rest of them, I know. So Shout 2000, like I said, that's a cover of Shout by Tears for Fears. <coughs> Excuse me. Then you have Land of Confusion, which is a cover of the Genesis song. I still haven't found what I'm looking for is U2. Uh, Living After Midnight, Judas Priest. Um, Sound of Silence, obviously. They also did a badass live cover of, um, it was a Metallica song. Um, fuck, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I can play it, but I can't remember it. What? Them? Um, 
I'm Googling it now. Fade to black. Fade to black. One of my favorite bands covered, I Just Want to Dance with Somebody. And it made me so happy. Fallout Boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> sure as fuck was. <laughs> like, it was weird to hear Patrick Stump singing a Whitney Houston song, but I was okay with it. It was really yeah. good. It was actually really good. And their cover of Beat It is fucking phenomenal. Yes, it is. Um, which, I mean, you know, for, for a lot of reasons, nine times out of ten when I hear a cover, it's usually better than the artist original. Um, like the cover of Mr. Crowley that Credit of Filth did, way fucking better than the Aussie version. I have not heard that. Oh, it is so fucking good. So good. You're going to have to introduce me to that. They also the did a cover of, for a, not, um, they did, God damn it, what was the name of that fucking song? Did it do? Did it do? They did a cover of uh, Hallowed Be Thy Name, the Iron Maiden song. Nice. It was fucking cool. Nice. I actually learned that one on guitar. (sighs) Yep. So, that's that's where we're at right now. Um, House Resolution 1808 is now on its way to the Senate, and schlong COVID is a thing. Yeah, you could lose your guns and get schlong COVID in the same day. Yeah. So, uh, don't be going around having gay butt sex with anybody. That's what you called it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and hold on to your guns. Yes. Sure. That's a... All right, Dad. Schlong COVID's a thing. <laughs> Fuck it. We're going to get banned. We're going all the way. Adam Schiffless. <laughs> Adam Schiffless. <laughs> I think I'm just going to call it that. Like I like that one better than Schlong COVID. I, see, that's, what, that's why I didn't really want to look the poll up, because I knew I would see something I liked better. <laughs> but, I mean, Schlong COVID is still pretty good. I'm <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I still, I, as far as polls go, I still win, because I'm part of the reason that the uh, Huntsville baseball team is called the Trash Pandas. Oh, you voted on the Trash Pandas. Uh, goddamn right I did. <laughs> I don't even remember what the other options were for that. I, it wasn't Trash Pandas, so I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if you're out there in Huntsville, get your Rocket City Trash Pandas gear. You're welcome. And for those of you that are pissed off about that, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, we should, I think we need to do that tomorrow. We need, we need to get up tomorrow. We need, to, we need to meet up somewhere, and we need to just freaking poll some people. So, on my God-given day of rest, yeah, we're going to go with that. Uh, you want me to get out of bed and, and do things? Fun things. You say fun, I say... Talk. If we're going to Bridge Street, we can go right across the road to Cabela's while we're down there. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, is Cabela's open on Sunday? Should be. I'll have to Google that. I can't remember if they're open on Sunday. Fucking Bridge Street, though. God, it's going to be like humid as fuck at bridge street if you've never been to bridge street it's pretty dope um i mean that's where i go to go to joseph a banks eh i don't really go into joseph a bank yes they open at 10 tomorrow oh word yeah it's it's one of those things where like 
depending upon when I go to Bridge Street depends upon how much fun I'm going to have because there is a time in the week where I don't feel like I have enough money to shop there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, is, it is a very uppity part of town. Yeah, um, it is in a very nice part of town, and it is very boutique-y. Yes. Um, um, like I said, uh, I go up there to go to Joseph A. Bank. That's where I get all of my suit clothing done. Um would like to note and point out that we are not sponsored by Joseph A. Bank. I just do my shopping there. Like, okay, so uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before last, um, we did my grandmother's birthday thing. <clears throat> we decided uh, after we ate at Logan's, we were going to go to... Uh, Cheesecake Factory? No, we were, we were just going to go to Bridge Street because my uncle had actually never been to Bridge Street. Really? And I was like, you've never... Wow. Okay. I was like, I went to Bridge Street on accident once. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, it's like I wanted to go to the movies in Huntsville, and AMC's there. Yeah, and yeah. it's the best theater in Huntsville. Yeah, that's so true. like, man, AMC theater dope as fuck. So I like accidentally went to Bridge Street, but uh, <laughs> so we were like walking around, and me and my uncle were like, "Well, we're actually gonna walk because you know that's what it's for." Yeah, and my grandmother's you know seventy six; she's not about to walk in fucking ninety degree heat and no, humidity. No, so she wanted to go to the Chocolate Crocodile. Okay. And so he wanted to go to the Chocolate Crocodile just to check it out. And, like, we walk in, and, like, it's just, like, it's, it's like a fucking candy. It's got chocolate everywhere. And this older gentleman walks in and goes, well, I can't afford any of that. And he walks out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, same, brother. <laughs> fucking same. You know, um... I'll tell this story. So I just got back from uh, St. Paul last week. Uh, Mini soda. Yeah. Small Coke. Yeah. Um, St. Paul small Coke. Yep. Uh, St. Paul is nice if you can get past all the homeless people at every single fucking intersection hitting you up for money. Um, Got to see Mickey's Diner while I was there. Yes, sir. Which, uh, if any of you people out there are Mighty Ducks fans, then you know about Mickey's Diner. I'm still torn on whether I want to watch that series. Ah, I don't know. Although I will say that Emilio Estevez is starting to look a lot like Martin Sheen. Uh, Well, if I did decide to watch it, it would not have anything to do with nostalgia at all. It would have to do with the fact that one of the hockey coaches is fucking Riley from Letterkenny. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) So, like... My love for Letter Kenny may bring me to that. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, wa- I walked around a little bit. Um, I was surprised at the number of uh, Red Hatters that I encountered up there. Yeah, the, the old Mad Hatters. Yeah, the 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 MAGA supporters. The MAGAs. Yep. Um. Yeah, very nice place. Uh, I do not recommend driving to Minnesota from Alabama. That was not fun. Um, I'm getting really tired of fucking cornfields because of Iowa. (laughs) Dude, if you don't like corn, you're going to want to avoid Iowa and Nebraska just completely. Oh, and southern uh, Minnesota, too. Like, just, just, just circle those parts of the country and just go around them. Um. I did manage to get a really nice picture of the St. Louis Arch. Yeah, yeah. As I was doing 80 down the interstate. Uh, you have to. 
You know how hard it is to try and manipulate your phone to take a picture while you're doing 80 down the interstate? Uh, yeah, I've broken the law. <laughs> and the looks that you get as people are driving by while you're holding your phone up trying to take a picture. Well, it's like, okay, so you're from Alabama. You don't see that every day. No. Like, to them, that's just like, hey, that's a thing that's here. But to you, it's like, holy shit, like, I've never seen this before. Yeah, I had never been to St. Louis before until this trip. So, um, you know, I got to see, I, I got to see the peaks of the Eads Bridge, which is the oldest steel bridge. It was, it was the first of its kind in this country. Uh-huh. Uh, the St. Louis Arch, which it, it's, a it's, arch. it's an arch. <laughs> There's not much else to say about it. It's an arch. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like seeing the Grand Canyon. You really only got to go the one time. Yeah. Uh, which I still haven't seen the Grand Canyon. Well, I've seen like bits and pieces of the Grand Canyon. Spoiler but I- <laughs> alert, it's a big fucking hole in the ground. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, like, I completely forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> Driving to Minnesota sucks. It really does. Um, yeah, I was up there for a, uh, I was up there for a work conference, which was fun. Um, and... What the fuck were we talking about before this? Like, what got me on this? I can't even... I don't know. Bridge Street is where we were at, and then Minnesota happened. Yeah, Bridge Street. So, you know, there's a a lot of um, walking around. I found this haberdashery while I was in St. Paul. So, what had happened was... A haberdashery, you say? Yes. Okay. Are you looking up what a haberdashery is? No, I'm currently not. Oh, wow. Do you know what a haberdashery is? Uh, I used to, but I haven't used that word in fucking forever. Um, so what had happened, see, what had happened was I got to St. Paul and, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to make sure that I'm, well within the means for the dress code. We had a uh, cocktail night, a cocktail event night up there. So I had bought a French cuff shirt from Joseph A. Bank and had not worn it, still had the tags on it and everything until I sent it to the cleaners with the rest of my stuff to get pressed and cleaned. Now, shame on me. When I got my stuff back from the cleaners before I left, I didn't inspect everything. And I packed my shit, got up to St. Paul, unpacked my shit, went to go put my cufflinks on my French cuff shirt, and I found out that one of the buttons on the sleeve was missing. So I called the dry cleaners back here where I had it done. said, hey, this happened. And I need this rectified. Well, obviously, I realize you can't do anything about it because, you know, you're in Alabama, I'm in Minnesota, but you know, some, some rectification needs to occur. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. That's uh, 100% our fault, and uh, we're going to replace that for you. Yeah, you're going to replace the shirt? Uh, no, we're just going to replace the button. That's... No, you're going to replace the shirt. I wasn't asking. This isn't some $20 fucking dress shirt from fucking Walmart. Yeah, no, it's an expensive boy. Yeah. Um, 
So needless to say, I will not be taking any of my clothes back to that dry cleaner again. But I found, so the first thing I did was I called a local Joseph A. Banks up there over in uh, Minneapolis. And (laughs) wouldn't you know it, their tailor was on vacation that week. So couldn't get that fixed at Joseph A. Banks. But he told me, well, there's, you said you're in St. Paul, right? Yeah. Well, there's a place in St. Paul, probably not far from where you're at, called, uh, I, think, I think it was, I think the actual name of it is Hamie's Haberdashery. Double check that. And, because I am going to raise the hell out of this place. Uh, yeah, Hamie's Haberdashery in St. Paul. <clears throat> And so I called them up, told them what had happened. Guy said, yeah, bring it on by. We'll take care of you. So I take the shirt over there. And it's a awesome fucking place. Like this, this is a gentleman's one-stop shop. Suits, shoes, hats. They have an on-site barber. Nice. They have an on-site cobbler. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Could you get straight razor shave? Yes. Oh, nice. Hot cream, straight edge, straight razor, the whole nine yards. Like, this is a gentleman's one-stop shop. Fucking cigar bar on site. Like, Taylor. They even have a guy down in the basement who hand-stitches leather bags. Leather and canvas bags. Yeah. And based on the size of the bags and the quality, like I asked them, I was like, what, what does he push out? Like one or two a day? And he was like, uh, I want to say his, his workflow. Or no, I was like like one or two a week. And he was like, no, he, he'll, he'll typically push out about six to eight bags a week. The guy never comes out of the fucking basement. <laughs> he stays down there and works. Yeah, you got to make that money. So... I give him the shirt. Guy says, let me go in the back, go through the boxes of buttons that we have, see if I can find a button that matches it. Fortunately, there was an extra button on the shirt that they were able to get stitched on. Now, the other thing, this dry cleaner doesn't know how to press shirts properly. And by properly, I mean a military press. So creases down the middle of the front on each side and then three creases in the back and then crease the sleeves. So... After they get done stitching the button on the sleeve, they ask me, hey, you want us to go ahead and press this while you're here? Y'all, do, y'all press shirts too? <laughs> yes, please. And the guy asked me, okay, how do you want it pressed? So I told him I want a military press done on it. And he says, okay, I think I know what you're talking. And then this kid jumps up, snatches the shirt, and he's like, I know what he wants. I'll be back. Comes back about 10 minutes later, shirt is pressed, perfect. Kid hands it to me and he says, I'm in my second year of Naval ROTC with a Marine option over at U of M. I know what you're talking I've I've pressed them that way a few times. Yeah. So if you find yourself in St. Paul, if you are of the gentlemanly type, if you, if you consider yourself part of the Kingsman, 
you know, can't find your way to Savile Row. Hamie's Haberdashery in St. Paul. I highly recommend it. I would be more of a statesman. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, seriously, I need to take your ass to Joseph A. Bank sometime. Eh. Because I know you like the Kingsman. Yeah, but I ain't trying to dress like them. You, motherfucker, they don't dress like that no more. Have you ever watched the movie? Yeah. Okay. When do you think that was made? Motherfucker, that was a goddamn timepiece. Period piece. I'm talking about suits, man. I don't wear suits. You need to get you a good suit. I, I don't need a good suit. You need you a good suit. Let me tell you what I'm doing in October. You know what I'm doing in October? What are you doing in October? I'm going to be a groomsman in a wedding. Okay. Okay. Uh, all I have to have for this wedding, a pair of jeans, button-down green shirt, which already been bought for me by the bride and groom because they're providing it for all the groomsmen and bridesmaids, what they need, and a fucking ball cap. Now, personally, I voted for the ball cap that says, show me your butthole. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're getting those. I'll let you know. Uh, that's all I need. I don't, I don't even need a suit for the wedding I'm going to be in. I mean, that's a typical Alabama wedding. They're from Maine, though. <laughs> so, explain that one. I'm telling you, <laughs> you need you a good suit. And for what occasion would I wear said good suit? Like when we go to Las Vegas? Man, I don't need no motherfucking suit for Las Vegas. Motherfucker. You ever been to Las Vegas? You want to look like you got money. I could just have money. See, you ever watch, uh, what was that movie that had DMX in it? Um, Exit Wounds? Maybe, it was, uh, yeah, he was the jewel thief. Yeah, it was him and uh, Steven Seagal and... Yeah, uh, and he, he was a jewel thief. All right. Fucking Anthony... Anthony. I don't know. But, uh, okay, so he went into a dealership to buy a car. And right. they wouldn't let him test drive the car. Right. And one dude, like a, another dude across the store, because he's just wanting to test drive the car, like, sees him and is like, man, there's no reason not to let him test drive the car. Because he wasn't dressed in a nice, fancy suit. He, dude assumed he couldn't afford the car. I, I, I recall the scene. So he throws him the keys. The other dude throws him the keys. He fucking looks at him, opens a bag of money, says, I want the car, buys the car on the spot, and says, give him the commission. Yes, I recall I, the scene. I don't need a suit. But if, you see, if he had had a suit, he wouldn't have had to go through all that shit. They would have let him just test drive the car. Yeah, but if he had a suit on, he wouldn't have got the dick slap the salesman. That is called laying your cock across their forehead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, you need you a good suit. Or maybe I want to cock slap somebody. (laughs) You can't can't afford this. Okay, okay, okay. Case in point. Have you ever been on a cruise? Um, No. You need to go on a fucking cruise. First and foremost, you just, you need to go on a fucking cruise. But, on the first the dinner of the first full day at sea uh-huh. is known as the captain's dinner uh-huh and it is a formal event i just won't go to that but you got to man. 
they can't make me. I know they can't make you, but you got to. Like, bitch, I can swim. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to go on a cruise. And you want to know why I'm not going to go on a cruise? Because I have the type of luck that I'll hit the, we'll hit the only iceberg left. It, we could be in the middle of the ocean where it's 90 fucking degrees outside and an iceberg will sprout out and we'll fucking hit the motherfucker and it's going to be Titanic 2.0. You think you're going to hit a fucking iceberg in the middle of the Caribbean? I might. Knowing my luck, it's just going to be like, oh, hey, I'm here. And then it's gone. Like, I'm totally getting flashbacks from down Periscope right now. Cool. Did we hit an iceberg? Like Off I'm, the coast of Virginia? I'm telling you, man. I... My captain would be the one to find the one goddamn iceberg in the Caribbean. He'd be like, hey, there's this cool thing. Let's go hit it. Motherfucker, ice don't even live in the Caribbean. (laughs) Until I get on a boat. (laughs) There's an iceberg out there right now just like licking its chops. Gonna let this motherfucker get on a boat. We're gonna test that swimming shit. Mm -hmm. You can swim, huh? Can you swim faster than a shark? No, but I can stab it in the fucking face. I'm telling you, man, you need you a good suit. I don't really need a suit. You need you a good suit. Here's, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. I'll take your ass to unclaimed baggage. We tried this once. <laughs> uh, it doesn't work. I will take your ass to unclaimed baggage. We'll go down into the area where the men's clothing is at. Uh-huh, yeah. And we're going to find you. Just We'll start off small, just a good suit jacket. Yeah, but that doesn't work. You don't even have to get a full-on dress shirt. You can just get you a polo shirt. But see, that doesn't work because they don't make super. They don't make suit jackets for large refrigerators. Oh yes, they do. No, no, see, we already tried this. Remember, because every time I put on a jacket, the goddamn sleeves are up to here because I am half Sasquatch. All the more reason why. All right. Tomorrow, we go to fucking Bridge Street, we fucking poll some people, and while we're there, I take your ass into Joseph A. Bank, and I hook you up with my fucking guy in there, and I guarantee you they have a fucking coat in there that will fit you. Yeah, they probably do, but I'm not going to give him money for it. I'm not going to be like, hey, here's hundreds of dollars of my money for something I'm never going to wear. You say you're never going to wear it, but I guarantee it. Once you have it, you'll find an occasion to wear it. You know, I I don't think there's ever going to be a day where I'm just like, you know what would be banging right now? A nice three-piece. Let me just throw in a nice three-piece suit and go out. It's just not who I am. You know, I remember a time in... I remember a day and age in this country where a man would go to the fucking store and would wear a fucking suit. Yeah, and those men would have got their asses beaten by rednecks in the South who never had (laughs) saw a suit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's not, no. (laughs) Blue-collar guy. That's who I is. That's who I bees. You know, Next event that I have that I have to go to fucking Minnesota, your ass is coming with me. I'd rather not go to Minnesota, (laughs) if at all possible. Just because of the fact that I'll drive up there again and it won't be as bad if I got a second person with me. No, just because, like, you want them to see Bigfoot in person. (laughs) They're like, holy shit, he brought a fucking Sasquatch. What the fuck? 
Did you carpool with a Wookiee? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, have you seen that story from Australia? No. <laughs> So this, this show has just taken a weird fucking turn. Okay, so this guy decided he wanted to break up with his girlfriend. We're pa- pause real quick. We're ending after this. It's going to be the last story, and then we're signing off. Okay, so he decided he wanted to break up with his girlfriend, but rather than just break up with her, okay, he puts her number on flyers all around town and says, "Call this number." It's a, he made a contest. He's like, "Call this number." And do your best Wookiee impersonation. I have heard about this. I have heard about this. Yes. It was fucking hilarious. Yes. I remember that now. Now that you say that, I do recall that. Yes. Because there was one guy that actually did a really good one. And then there was one that would, he just sounded like he had like just had an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> he almost hit her with a ho oh, yeah. But it was like Wookiee. Ho oh, yeah. Oh my God. It was fantastic. Oh, my God. All right. That's enough of that shit. Yeah. We've gone on for long enough. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Buy some rifle magazines. Yeah. While you still can. Before they're illegal. (sighs) Even after they become illegal, still buy them. Yeah. I know a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And pod decks. I don't think they'll ever be illegal. But you never know. So buy them now. Yeah. Buy them while you still can. Yeah, that's about it. Again, a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. Yep. This has been Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. I am Matt Lassiter. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>